Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Welcome to Cherokee Business Radio. Stone Payton here with you this morning, broadcasting live from the innovation spot right here in the heart of downtown Woodstock, Today's episode is brought to you in part by Alma Coffee, sustainably grown, veteran owned and direct trade, which means from seed to cup, there are no middlemen. Please go check them out at myalmacoffee.com and go visit their roastery cafe at 3448 Holly Springs Parkway in Canton. Ask for Leticia or Harry and tell them that Stone sent you. This can be a fantastic show this morning. We have with us. From North Georgia Audiology and Hearing Aid Center, Miss Megan Porter and Dr. Hayden Nunn, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. This is so exciting. Yeah, we're really excited to be here. Well, I have really been looking forward to this for such a long time. Uh, we had a chance to meet uh, briefly over at Woodstock Business Club. Shout out to that crowd. Yeah, such a fun crowd for <laughs> sure. It is in such a such a, a marvelous um, exchange of ideas. And I know for me, uh, I've at least found people who I want to do business with. Uh, I have my my car right now over at Alpha and Omega Autom- Automotive, Lori <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> Billy Kennedy spot, and I can't pronounce his last name, so I just call him Mike G. But my service wise electric guy got me hooked up in my new house. He hooked me up with some electricity so that I could I could plug in my electric smoker. Oh, there so, you go. <laughs> nice. Getting, All about and, smoking. These that's days. right. <laughs> and maybe maybe some folks in there will eventually sponsor it and and host shows. But but today's conversation is all about you guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with you, uh, Dr. Hayden Nunn. Uh, mission, purpose, uh, what exactly is it that you're out there trying to do for folks? Yeah, so we are an audiology practice. Um, we're a private practice, which I think sets us apart a little bit. Um, we're fully staffed with doctors of audiology, and we've had lots of training to help people hear. So we do all kinds of things, um, diagnostic hearing evaluations. We work with tinnitus patients. So if you have that pesky ringing in your ears, um, hearing aid fittings, cochlear implant evaluations, all kinds of things. Um, so really, we we like to pride ourselves on being the linked to better hearing. So definitely. So this must be more of a of an issue. More people must be faced with these challenges than I guess I realized it hasn't come into my or maybe it has come into my life and I don't realize it. Uh, but yeah, just a little bit about are there just are there a lot more people with one or more of these challenges than the average person like me recognizes? Oh, definitely. You know, um, we like to think of hearing loss as being one of those silent diseases because a lot of people have it, but nobody really talks about having it. Um, I think hearing loss comes with such a stigma. Uh, you don't want to be the one to have hearing loss. And, you know, when you do, you find that you you kind of grin and bear it through most situations. So you uh-huh. don't really know what's being said, but you just kind of nod and you <laughs> smile and you go along. And, right, right. Um, you can find that you socially isolate yourselves a lot, too, because, you know, you don't know what's being said. So you kind of pull it back and you don't enjoy going and doing the things that you used to do because you struggle to hear. Um, and I think that's a, that's a really sad part that happens with a hearing loss is that you just isolate and that can cause, you know, anger and frustration and depression. There's all kinds of things that kind of are linked with hearing loss that go unsaid as well. Um, and I think it, it causes a lot of family issues, too, when you have a hearing loss, because mm-hmm. 
if you have it and you don't want to acknowledge the fact that you have it, then then you're you're putting some strain in your relationship at home too. I'll bet you are. So this kind of thing for, for a lot of folks, it sort of sneaks up on you, right? For most people, it's not yesterday I heard well, today I don't. Right, exactly. Um, a lot of people mm. on average wait about 12 years oh before my. they come in to acknowledge the fact that they have an actual problem. And that's that's really bad because, you know, I mentioned the health issues that go along with it. It's all about brain hearing now, too. We have to keep your brain healthy. And um, uh, untreated hearing loss has been linked to cognitive decline and dementia, too. So the sooner you can do something, the better. And so you have um, several practitioners. Is it this a, a, a two man band, as it were? <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy with two lovely young ladies, but you know what I mean. Yes, yes. No, thank goodness. It's more than just me and Megan. That would be, <laughs> be a lot. Um, no. So at our Woodstock location, we actually have two doctors of audiology and an audiology assistant. Um, and we have two other practice locations as well. There's one in oh Johns Creek, Georgia. Um, yeah. And one in Gainesville, Georgia. So shout out to Dr. Deborah Woodward and Dr. Jessica Allen in our Johns Creek location. And then Dr. Brooke Means in our Gainesville location. So um, I think we we kind of have a spread across North Georgia to yeah. encompass our practice. So this business may work out for you. Yeah, we're hoping so. We're hoping so. <laughs> all right. So, so uh, Megan, your role in all of this, what do you find yourself doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, I am the practice manager, so I do wear many hats. Um, but mainly that's been taking up my time is the insurance. So we're uh, one of the only private practices that take insurance. A mm-hmm. lot of them are just self-pay. So we do hearing aid benefits. Um, we do a lot of marketing and Facebook. And then um, I just basically go around to all three offices and make sure it's running smoothly. So wouldn't be able to do it without Hayden or any of the support staff that I have, which is amazing. We're just like an NGA family and we're all a team. So it's awesome. So when you say awareness, it strikes me uh, because it's, I think it's happening right now in this room. A great, a great deal of, um, of your, of your business is, is the product of, of education and, and mm-hmm. information, right? Cause I think the general public is, is probably less informed on this topic than they are on many. Right. I actually read somewhere, it was at at the National Hearing Association, that hearing loss is the third chronic um, illness in the U.S. Oh, my. And only 17% of people wear hearing devices to help that. So, and we're like, oh, that's just a lack of education. These people need help and they need to learn what hearing loss is connected to. Yeah. I think a lot of it for people comes down to um, hearing devices have always had such a bad stigma associated with them. You know, you don't want to wear a hearing aid because that makes Uh you seem old. Right. But that's no longer the case. I'll tell you the majority of my patient population is in their thirties to fifties, I would say. Um, so that age is going down and down and down and more people are wearing things on their ears than ever before. You have Bluetooth devices, you have AirPods, and now you have hearing aids. So they're getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. And, um, you know, now a lot of these devices compare to your phone. So you can stream music, you can stream phone calls, you can adjust them from the phone. Um, and we no longer have that pesky feedback or that squealing sound that everybody's so afraid of with hearing aids because the technology has just come so far. So, you know, I think a lot of people are really scared to get out there and, and kind of get their feet wet when it comes to hearing aids, but you don't have to be anymore. You really don't. So, so is hearing one of those things? It's interesting. My wife, I walk to work, which is one of the things I love about living in this community. I'm nine tenths of a mile from the house. 
And I was going to walk to work anyway, but we got the one car in with Lori and Billy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so Holly, God bless her, she drove a 2003 F-150 pickup to her eye doctor appointment today. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, it's, but she's, I'm sure that, that we must be going once a year to the eye doctor. Maybe we're going twice a year. Is that something at 57 and 63 we should be doing with respect to our ears or should have been doing for some years? Is Should we be going once a year just to see how things are? Or is there some rule of thumb? Oh, yes, definitely. So it's always better to get a baseline sooner than later, you know, uh, because if you notice changes in your hearing, we have nothing to kind of compare it to. Uh, um, and, right. and I mentioned before how it goes to brain hearing. Um, you know, the longer you wait, the worse off your auditory nerve becomes and then your speech understanding goes down. Oh my. And so that's when you're going to start to hear what you say, huh? What? I can't understand you. I can hear you, but I can't understand you. And when you start saying that, that's when you definitely need to come in and get a baseline. And the nice thing, which uh, Megan mentioned earlier, is we do take major insurances and, and a lot of insurance companies will pay for you to have a hearing test once a year which I don't think a lot of people realize. Never even, it never mm -hmm. even occurred to me to go get my hearing checked the way I might get an annual physical or yeah, exactly. see the exactly. eye doctor, or the dentist a couple times a year. This yeah. is something that, that people should be doing to get to have that, to have that baseline. Okay. Talk to me more if, if you could about this brain hearing thing. So they might still hear the volume that mm -hmm. they're not struggling with the volume, but they can't make out the words as much. I'm saying they, maybe it's me. <laughs> no, I just told you that. Weren't you listening, Stone? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> see me. No, um, when you have what we call presbycusis, so this is your typical age-related hearing loss, a lot of times okay. it starts to affect your higher frequencies first. And ah. so when your higher frequencies start to drop off, you're going to miss the consonants of speech. So those S's, the T's, the K's, things wow. that really bring clarity or understanding to speech. And when that starts to happen, people start to sound like Charlie Brown's teacher, you know, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> uh, you can hear them, but now everybody's mumbling, right? So you've right. got this problem, your wife starts mumbling, your husband's mumbling, your partner's mumbling, and, and you start to say, I can't understand what Stop you're saying. Mumbling. Right, right. It's all you. It's not me. Right. Um, but when that happens, you're starting to see a breakdown in your acoustic nerve function. So oh this my. is the nerve that connects to your organ of hearing and travels up to your brain. We call this the information highway, right? When you have a breakdown there, it's kind of like you have a traffic jam. And so you've got damage to that system. And so the words don't make it up to the brain, right? So you may think somebody says fat, but they said cat. Oh my. <laughs> So hearing and understanding, two very different things. Yeah. All right. And the, you actually pronounced the word properly, I'm sure. I would have said tinnitus. Right. All right. right. But but the the ringing in the ears, is that the, is that the thing we're exactly. talking about? Exactly. So um, we in the audiology community pronounce it as tinnitus. Well, then that's um, what it is. Yes, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's a common a common error there, but that's okay. That's why we're here, right? Yeah, okay. you'll, still, <laughs> you'll still work with me, right? <laughs> Education. Yes. There you go. <laughs> so um, funny thing about tinnitus, nobody really knows what causes it. There's a lot of research out there and the majority of the research is pointing to um, tinnitus as a symptom or a side effect mm -hmm. of hearing loss. So a lot of times you could have just a tiny little bit of high frequency hearing loss and that's what's driving that tinnitus. Uh -huh. And I, you know, I have so many patients come in my door who are just so defeated because they've been to many, many doctors. They've had MRIs, 
They've done all kinds of different things and everybody just says, nope, there's nothing we can do. I'm sorry. And and I think we see so much depression when it comes to Cause it. Because it's, it's bad enough that it's driving them crazy. It's right. like, it's really yeah. annoying. It, it's them. annoying them to the point where that's all they focus on. And oh and it's, you start down this, this road where it spirals, you know, right. and you're just, you're, you're panicking because when somebody says there's nothing I can do to help you, now you're like, I'm stuck with this for the rest of my life. Right. What do I do? Um, but the nice thing about hearing devices is that they come with different ways to manage that tinnitus. So while we may never get rid of it, we can help your perception change so you don't focus on it so much so your brain doesn't kind of spiral. And, yeah, there's absolutely something we can do to, to help manage it for sure. So can can one uh, this is going to be the wrong verb, but you'll get what I'm saying. Can can you exercise the ears? Or are there things you can do to prevent or make better? Or you definitely, yeah. yeah. So um, it goes back to keeping that acoustic nerve nice and strong and healthy. Okay. And the way that you do that is fitting yourself with hearing devices. So come, you know, come get your hearing tested. We can talk about different treatment options and and pick which device is best for you, because not everybody needs the same device. And and now they're all different and, and it's kind of specific to your particular hearing test, your particular prescription. And also, you know, if you have tinnitus, we have to talk about that as well. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to turn to you, Megan, for a moment. I, I, I got to hear the backstory. What, what would um, the, the career path, <laughs> how did you find yourself in, in this uh, niche field? <laughs> Honestly, when I say that it like came out of nowhere, it's exactly what I'm talking about because yeah. I was actually, I, when I went to university of Tennessee, I went and studied in Australia for about a year Oh my! and I came back all ready to move back there. I was getting my visa to move back, getting a job, everything. And then I met my husband. And so now I have my daughter. So I decided to go back into nursing school and become a nurse. I was on my way to my job because I was a med tech. I was in school. And then my friend from high school reached out to me, Dr. Mary Swantek at our Woodstock office and was like, hey, we're hiring. Oh, wow. So long story short, here I am two years later. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yes. And I definitely think our CEO and owner, Steve Woodward, would be very happy that you're here because <laughs> you've taken a lot off of his plate. So he's very, yeah, we're all thankful she's here. <laughs> and, and your backstory, you must have known you wanted to get into this field. I mean, this takes uh, yeah, it's a long time. A lot more study yeah. than the degree. <laughs> the, I'm air quoting degree uh, that I got. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's not an easy feat for sure. But no, I actually didn't know I wanted to be an audiologist. I wanted right. to go to medical school. I wanted ah. to be a surgeon. And then I realized very quickly once I got about three classes away from finishing my degree that I didn't want to be a surgeon anymore. Oh my gracious. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So talk about last minute change. Um, wow. Yeah. I really wanted to have a relationship with my patients. And you know, when you're, mm -hmm. when you're a surgeon like that and you're in the hospital, you really don't. No, do you? you don't. It's a quick surgery and then good luck. We'll see you for your follow up and kind of move on. But with audiology, the nice thing about this degree and this field um, is a hearing loss is more than likely permanent. So I see you from the time you're diagnosed till as long as you're here. <laughs> Not to get morbid, but um, and so, you know, I do develop a lot of relationships with my patients and those relationships 
can last for years and years and years. And so I think that's really nice about being in a private practice as well. It, Megan mentioned it, we're a team, we're a family, mm-hmm. but that's true for our patients too. So once you come through our doors and you kind of meet us and, and we start this journey to better hearing, it's a journey, you know, like it's, yeah. it's a long, long journey and we're, we're meeting obstacles along the way, but we overcome them. For sure. <laughs> My favorite review was one from a patient that said um, they all must have worked at Chick-fil-A once in their life. That is like, a fantastic review. We've had some amazing. Chick-fil-A folks yes. in the studios yeah. over the years. That's wow. What a compliment. I know. Right? It's just stuck with us. I'm like, wow. Okay. Think like Chick-fil-A workers. Okay. We got this. It's our pleasure to help yes. you hear better for yeah. sure. Uh, all right. So I'm a... I'll call myself a sportsman. I'm not particularly effective at it, but I like to hunt and fish. Yeah. And, um, and so that's a, that's a, a good way to damage your ears is shooting, shooting guns, right? Definitely. So, so there's, uh, yeah, counsel advice on that. What yeah. are some things? So I like to say noise induced hearing loss is a hundred percent preventable. Uh-huh. So you do have to wear your hearing protection when you're in loud environments. So especially hunting, shooting guns, right. you know, I have a few patients who are professional gun shooters and they've, uh-huh. they've come to us for custom earplugs. Uh-huh. So we can make custom plugs for sure for musicians as well. If you're a musician, you know, you definitely sense. want to protect your hearing. Or if you're just a music enthusiast like myself, you know, you, you can like have your... You like to crank up right. Sweet Home Alabama. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm more so of an Aerosmith fan myself. But um, no, filter plugs are great because you can still hear the music. You can hear the lyrics, but it's protecting your ears. So. Filter plugs. All right. Definitely. So this is different than just plugging the hole. Right. Exactly. So filtered plugs kind of help protect the damaging parts of the sound from reaching your mm-hmm. ears, um, but you can still hear the quality of the music. So I think that's why a lot of people don't wear earplugs um, when they do go to shows. Because they just feel like it's damp, right. damping down, like they rolled the window up it's or something. terrible. Mm-hmm. The quality's awful, and I definitely will attest to that. But filtered plugs are great. Filtered um, plugs. I yeah. wonder if this, because I was thinking, I really don't want to wear a set of headphones right, or, uh, no. in the tree stand. <laughs> No. <laughs> but if I, you know what I mean for that, because in, and I may get to shoot, I may not. I don't mm-hmm. want to be wearing those great big things mm-hmm. that we wear when no. we're, when we're sighting the rifles in. Right. No, we, we must, do have yeah. No, you can get, uh, they make hunting plugs for sure. Hunting plugs. Yeah. And they're digitalized too. So you can hear that deer crunch a leaf if you want to. Oh my, oh my, that's so why I can hear him coming here, yeah. coming up on me yeah. and it's going to protect my, got it. Oh baby. Sold America. <laughs> the hunting. Fire there's such love. a thing. <laughs> Really? There are, yeah. Hunting plugs for sure. Well, they should like sponsor this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we can have a whole show. That is fantastic. I had no idea. Yeah, so hunting plugs. That is cool. So uh in some fields, financial services is one of them. I have found I've had practitioners, some we even have a financial services guy that runs a whole studio up in Gainesville. Up um oh, cool. uh, Bo Henderson up there runs Gainesville Business Radio X. Um, and we have some who sponsor shows and we have a lot of financial services, people in that world, fintech and financial services who come through our studios. And, um, my, what they share with me is that more often than not, women are a little more predisposed to talking about money. Uh, often they're a little more comfortable, um, kind of sharing their concerns about money. They're more coachable. They're they're probably smarter. I mean, that's been my experience working with women. And so, financial services folks, uh, while you, while you certainly need to 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 build a relationship with the with the couple, if it's a couple, 
um, you know, they just find that, that women, that's a good group of people for them to build relationships with. When it comes to this kind of thing, um, are, are women a little more likely to seek out help and be a little more proactive than, than men? <laughs> I'm laughing because it's a hundred percent true. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. So I think it all goes back to the stigma that we were talking about earlier. Okay. You know, you know, you don't want to have a hearing loss because it's a sign of weakness, right? Right. But it's actually not, it's not. Um, and in our practice, we do, we do recommend bringing somebody with you because four ears are better than two. So anytime you can bring somebody <laughs> you with go. you, it's great. There's so much information and I always recommend bringing somebody. Um, but yeah, you're you're right. <laughs> Women are, are more prone to, to acknowledge it first. Yeah, we get a lot of people like, I'm calling to make an appointment for my husband. Oh, yeah. wow. And then he comes in and be like, yeah, my wife is dragging me in. <laughs> she's mumbling. She, she's mumbling. She, she's mumbling and she set this darn appointment up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's her, not me. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. How about that? So that's a... That's a, a group of people that you, it doesn't mean they don't need education. In fact, they're, they're, they're maybe more educable. They may be more coachable and more will, more, uh, more likely to find some of your thought leadership or education and that, and, and that kind of stuff. Interesting. You know, it's funny too. The field of audiology is primarily women as well. Is that right? So, I mean, there are definitely some male audiologists and, and a lot right. of the research part of audiology has been male driven, but in the majority of the clinics you see, they're all led by women. Wow. Our CEO is the only male in the whole practice. Yeah. <laughs> and he's married Woodward. to the owner. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Yes. Yeah. So Dr. Deborah Woodward, yeah, she owns the practice. Okay. Um, she's in our Johns Creek location. So definitely a female-led business all around. How sure. about that? So what's next for you guys and, and uh, how, how can we help? Yeah. So I think our biggest thing was just wanting to come on here and just educate the population a little bit about what we do and why it's important to do something sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, one thing we didn't talk about that I'd like to bring up um, is just the commoditization of hearing devices. Uh, so now okay. hearing aids have become such a commodity. So it's all about that top dollar, right? You want to find the best price for the best product that you possibly can. But when it comes to your overall quality of life and your health care, sometimes finding the best price isn't always the best product, right? right? So we have to talk a lot about what we call the wild west of hearing aids. <laughs> so now you can <laughs> you can pretty much get hearing aids anywhere. You can do self-test online. You can buy them online. You can buy them on eBay, please don't buy them on eBay. You can, um, <laughs> please, dear God, don't. There goes my um, eBay sponsorship. No, no. no I'm kidding. <laughs> eBay's great. I love eBay. <laughs> eBay, I love hearing it. No, don't get hearing aids. So hearing aids are a medical device. They have right. um, a medical number attached to them, and they are assigned to you as a patient. So we we always try to educate people about buying devices online. You want to be really careful. Because if you buy them online, a lot of times they're locked or they come from other countries and we have no way to program them. Um, I've had so many patients fall into this trap and it just makes me really, really sad because, yeah. you know, you spend a lot of money on these devices. And if you get them online and then you have nowhere to go, that's really locked. terrible. There's right. such a thing yes. as a lock. Yeah. So like, wow. a, a lot yeah. of places will lock <laughs> their devices. So we, uh, we have a lot of competition with big box stores um, where you can go in, you can get your hearing tested. You can also buy you a carton of eggs and some milk. And that's just not really great because, I no you know, idea. yeah. So 
um, we, we like to pride ourselves on our hearing healthcare approach. So it's all, all about right. making sure you as a patient are taken care of. We like to address all of your needs and we have the ability <clears throat> to kind of select what device is going to work best for you. Um, and we have lots of different pricing options too. So you don't always have to buy $7,000 hearing aids. Sometimes you, you can get a lower level of technology that meets your needs. And I will say our pricing is very comparable to a lot of the pricing in the area for sure. So if it's all about the top dollar for you, you're not the place, right? No. All right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, for me, it's, a, it's very similar to the, I want to start my own podcast versus right. I'd like to have a radio show on business radio rates. Uh, the com- conversation. All right. So, so play this out for, for me a little bit. Let's say Holly <laughs> calls you and sets, Holly's my wife, uh, calls you and sets an appointment for me. Right. Uh, no, I, I, I would do my own calling, but <laughs> so, so what happens? You get to, you, you run me through some sort of assessment and we get that baseline you talked to me. Yeah. Just talk to me about what that looks yeah, like in the so, year one. <laughs> so the right. nice thing about our practice, when you call in, you talk to a person. So it's not a, right. it's not an operating system. We like to, you know, Melissa's the go-to for our Shout office. Out to Melissa. Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> super friendly and she's the face of our office here out in Woodstock. And then we have uh, Laura and Jenny in Johns Creek and then um, Colleen in Gainesville. They're all great, but you'll meet them. You know, the first thing when you walk in the door, they like mm. to greet you. We'll get you scheduled for your hearing evaluation. So that's your diagnostic hearing test. Um, it takes okay. about, takes about 25 minutes to do the whole thing. Um, and then when we're done, we can give you results same day and we can kind wow. of counsel you. And, and <clears throat> if you are a candidate for a hearing device, we kind of have that conversation at that time. You can try them on at no pressure in our office um, to see if you even notice a difference because right. some people do and some people don't. And we're never going to pressure anybody into doing anything. But if it's in your best interest as a patient, then we kind of have that conversation and we say, listen, you know, things are starting to go down a little bit and we need to be aggressive. Got it. So, so just as likely might be, I come in, we get a baseline and you're like, yeah, Stone, you're getting old, um, <laughs> but you're really okay right now. You right. don't really need a device. Maybe you should do these filter there uh, you go. <laughs> thingies when you're hunting. Yeah. Right. Um, and let's, and then what, come back next year, come back in six months. Let's right. kind of like a regular rhythm. And then next year or the year after you say, okay, we've had an X percent, mm-hmm. you know, slide here. We ought to think about, is, is that, how it could unfold. Exactly. So uh, I think we're really monitoring how well you're understanding speech. So if that really starts to decline, that's when we have to say, okay, last year you were fine. You weren't a really great candidate, but this year we definitely need to have that conversation. We got to keep your brain healthy. We got to keep that decline uh, cognitively at bay. We've got to keep that dementia at bay. (laughs) Right. We don't want that to happen. So let's, let's have that conversation now. And then we'll just sit down and kind of figure out what's your life like? What do you do every day? You know, yeah. I want to make sure we're, we're picking a device that's going to fit your needs more so. And then also to make sure you're fit appropriately. Um, so we do a lot of verification at our practice. It's gold standard in audiology to make sure you're fit appropriately for hearing aids. Um, and if they don't do that, then they're not doing right by you as a patient. So. Uh, well, see, that's another thing that an old codger like me, like, because my kids, you know, had all the, you know, n- not the Walkman. That would have been in my time. What? The, the Apple stuff, the little right. AirPods. <laughs> I try to put them in my ear, they fall out, right? Because I, I, I don't know. know what I'm doing, number one. And they're not, but if you ever did design something, that an option might be, well, let's get this thing to, that fits your exact. Done. We can do it. You can Check. do it. <laughs> <laughs> it has been thought of and it is made. <laughs> 
All right, so let's talk about me some more. I mean, it's my show, right? <laughs> I want to talk about these filtered hunting things. Yeah. Like, is, is this also something that goes right in there? or is it? It's custom made. We custom. make an impression of your ear in office. We send it off. They have it made. And How cool comes is that? Beautifully fit. And, and so you it, can pick your own colors. Too. <laughs> I, I would like chartreuse in one ear go. and pink in the other. <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> fun stuff. Well, this has been an awful lot of fun. It's absolute delight having you having you come in the the studio. Thank you for coming to to share your story. Oh, thanks for having yes, us. Thank you. Definitely. This was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> so let's make sure before we wrap that uh, we leave our our listeners with some points of contact. What's the best way for someone to reach out and and set up one of those evaluations, or maybe even just have a brief conversation over the phone with with uh, with you or someone on your team? What's the and or and or some places to just go get some some education. So um, the best way is to actually call us at the Woodstock office. Our number is 770-726-8948. And actually, when you call, you don't have to press one, two, three, four, five, six, zero, a hundred times. We will answer the first time you call. Nice. So, which is amazing. And you would be able to talk to Melissa. And then um, Melissa is very educated. Should she be able to tell you guys what you need and get you guys scheduled? But if you want to talk to us, you just ask for us. It's Megan or Dr. Hayden. And yeah. We're there. And you can so. go to our website too. It's yourhearinglink.com. Fantastic. All right. This has been marvelous. Thank you both for coming. Yes. In. Thanks so much for having us. And don't forget to protect your hearing, you guys. <laughs> All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Megan Porter and Dr. Hayden Nunn with North Georgia Audiology and Hearing Center. And everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Business Radio X. 